Setting, episode 147 of Ox Light with Sparky3. Hope you're having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. Uh, no Zach in here today. Uh, he had some stuff come up with work, but as normal, we do have John here. John, how you doing? How you feeling? I figured my hair was tied back fine, and right before we went going, it all came out. All came loose. <laughs> it all came forward. So it is what it is. Yeah. As someone else with long hair, I understand. <laughs> you just got to make it work. I was like, fuck it. Let's just take care of it today. No. Nope. Fine. Sitting nope. right here. And I'm like, as soon as you hit the music, like half of it came for. I'm like, God damn it. It's like, it is what it is. We're just going to keep on rocking with it. I understand. Trust me. I get it. You know, I have like random strands come out all the time and just come oh, loose. Yeah. I'm like, gosh, blast. I'm just getting back to that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there. You'll get back to the long locks that you had, uh, however long ago that was, like a year or so ago. Um, so, friendly reminder right off the bat before I forget about it for today's episode is that the show will be on a scheduled break the next two weeks. Uh, I will be out of state, and I didn't want to make the boys, you know, come in and do the show because I feel like I do that a lot. I feel like I, I'm the host of the show, and I feel like I miss the show more than both of you combined. So I feel bad. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have to burden anyone with the show. So uh, we will be back on October 14th uh, to talk about whatever we're going to talk about. And then, of course, October 21st when we are back as well, uh, that will be Spider-Man 2, which has gone gold. Shout out to that. Uh, Very excited for that release. Uh, But for today's episode, uh, we do have a very interesting topic because for the longest time, anytime we've chat about the NVIDIA leak, I've always dubbed it the biggest video game leak in history because really it was. I mean, the amount of uh, unconfirmed games that were on that list that ended up being confirmed is unreal. But now we've encountered what's now the new biggest leak in gaming history, in my opinion, because this is a lot of confidential information from Xbox involving the future of Xbox and you know and whether it be a mid-gen refresh or even the next console entirely in 2028 or beyond uh, lots of other random tidbits new controller and everything so we're going to touch on that uh, John hasn't had a chance to do any more payday three uh, even though I, I did have that in the top because Zach was supposed to be yeah. here no, uh, but we will touch yeah, on it still wanted to touch on it a little bit yeah we will we will touch on it uh, no Mortal Kombat one maybe, maybe one of the boys will chat about it when we come back from break uh, and then we do a follow-up with Unity uh, involving that whole situation that we talked about last week as well. Uh, make sure to go check us out at our website, sparkthere.com. You can uh, join the Discord down below. Check out Agent Inc., Rogue Energy. Use our referral links for both of those down below. And we'd appreciate that extra support. Uh, flip over here to two cams. Turn that down. Um, I going to say as well, because I did... There there was a bunch of a bunch of little things that happened this week as far as like... Uh, there were some more games that came out. Lies of P. Yeah, Lies of uh, P. Did came come out. out. Yep. Cyberpunk had its uh, two point yep. update. Mm-hmm. Uh, before its uh, Phantom it, Liberty. Yeah, Phantom Liberty. The expansion comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like I kind of told you before. I, I you know I tried some of these things. I didn't I didn't get far enough into to really <laughs> make a point. And I did try Lies of P. I you saw yeah. I I threw a message at Discord yep. as well. I dude, I gave it like a solid couple hours of playing it. Man, I suck at Souls like games. Yeah, I'm so bad at them. See, I the little bit I've played of Souls like games, I am as well. And you and you know that really scares me for one of our most anticipated games. Oh, next we're gonna year, we're, we're Black gonna Myth Wukong. We're gonna suck, <laughs> but I'm we're real. gonna play it. 
I'm really scared of, for that game. Honestly, it's half the reason that I was like, for, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and play one of these games and get decent at it. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel you. Like, I'm going to, there's got to be one that I'll have to sit down and actually really try to play because I, I really want to completely go through Black Myth Wukong, but I am really yeah, scared. We've, we've only been following it for <laughs> since it's a, really, a couple years now. Yeah, it, it got randomly announced in 2020. We've been following it in, you know, with excitement ever since, but. I'm with you, my guy. I am not good at Souls games, and I need to get a little bit better. But yeah, the with Lies of P, the little bit that I played of it, I mean, it seems really interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, I almost kind of want to just push past it and make this my my get my Souls like that. I'm like, fuck it, just get good on it. Right. So I might end up doing it, but I don't know. So far, I, I put like I said, maybe two hours into it, and man. At the end of the, at the end of that two hours, I was just I was mad. Right, yeah. I I tried the demo uh, and I got my shit wrecked in that in that demo as well for that game. So I I feel you, I feel you, my guy. Yeah. Steve, what are you asking? Uh, I don't know what he's asking. I did I did did take down the first boss and start making my way to to uh another boss. I don't know which. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how the game really plays. I didn't right. make my way pre like uh, what felt like a decent ways in, but mm-hmm. I was probably nowhere. I was. I was probably like six feet away from the the uh, hotel or whatever. Right. But yeah, I did. I did give it a shot. Probably will come back to it at some point. Okay. And for anyone listening, whether if you're listening live, watching the video after the fact, listening to the podcast version, you know, um, you know, comment on the video. Hit me up on Twitter at AlexLight23. Join the Discord and message us. If there's Souls players listening, give John and I a recommendation on where to start so we can get ready for Black Myth Wukong. Give us a game that that we could potentially go through and have a challenge but not want to beat our skulls against the wall. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, like like we've said, we'll have to, we're going to have to figure it out at some point. Yeah. Uh, yes, 100%. John and I both are trash bags in Souls. In Souls yes. games, yep. Uh, not good. Not good. We need to we need to find the right game for the right starting point to get used to that because uh, if Black Myth Wukong comes out, you know, I can't speak for John this, but I imagine he'll relate, and I am absolutely terrible to the point that I don't want to play that game, I will be devastated because I am so excited for that game. <laughs> Oh no! I've I've known the whole time yeah. what that game was gonna be, yeah, and I've resigned myself to before it comes out, I'm I'm gonna have to beat my head against a wall in one of these. Yeah, Steve says Bloodborne. That's that's a pretty that's one that a lot of people say is Bloodborne. So that might be the one we need to hit up. Not good at that either. Have you tried Bloodborne? <laughs> I've tried. Okay, it. See, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tried didn't make Blood- it very far. I have not tried Bloodborne, uh, but I, I've, a lot of people you know would would say Bloodborne. And, and then there's all the Bloodborne fans that are very patiently waiting for the next generation patch that will may never come. <laughs> they just want 60 FPS, man. That's all they want. Is that too much to ask? Apparently, yes. Yeah, it is too much to ask. Um, but uh, no, you, he also uh, tried Starfield again. Oh yeah, I did yeah. keep playing Starfield. Yeah, to, did to try see Starfield if, again just to see if uh, if I would enjoy the game more and enjoy uh, it less. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if it just made me, I don't know if it's just, I'm, I don't know if it's just the game or <clears throat> I haven't found the part, like the storyline or the, the made it far enough to have the, the, the switch just kind of flip on me. Right. But it, the, 
I don't know. It's something about the pacing of it where going between objectives just is nothing happens in between. Yeah. I tried, I started trying to mess with the outpost stuff. Thinking maybe that'll, that'll have some fun for me. Yeah. I tried that too. Uh, no, that would, that irritated me. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's, it's one where I, I think it's just, it's, it's not the time for me. Right. This is the, not the time or just not the game for you. It could be either. It's hard. It, it could be not the game. Mm-hmm. It's, because I think at this point I've realized it's not the combat. I think it's the pacing. Because it's like yeah, have, combat's phenomenal. Yeah, you you have like it's you talk to some people yep. and then you have to travel to the objective and mm-hmm. the traveling part takes a while. Yep. Even with fast traveling, once you get to the planet, everything's so spaced out apart mm-hmm. that it takes a while to get there. So I think it's a pacing problem for me. Yeah. Which maybe will be more resolved if I come back to it later and I don't find such an issue with it. Right. And plus with more updates and mods to come and stuff like that. Cause like in terms of what you said, it's like when you get to the, get to the place that you're going to and it's still so far apart, whatever, like that's been one complaint people have with just like the main city and stuff. He was just like, yeah, good job. You built like quote unquote, the biggest city you've ever built, but it's like such a mess. I don't know where I'm going. Cause like there's no map for it. Which is wild to me. They don't have like a map of the city necessarily. Like they have like a little mini map and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like they always, like, that's always been a staple in their games to help you locate stuff like within like, you know, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout, et cetera. And like that's not here. And it's just like, is this like the city you it's, claim it's the biggest, but it's like the biggest in sections. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you go it, section it, to it, section. It, you can't it, just seamlessly go between it. You have to take a monorail or do whatever. The, the city in particular is, is, is where I think the, uh, the idea of, uh, go explore and find it went a little too far. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's very fair. It's like I don't care if you're gonna separate everything out into different sections of the city and that. Give me a fucking map of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. To, to to help me locate where I'm going. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the game itself, the the I mean the core game combat and everything, mm. I still enjoy. It's just everything in between. Right. Everything in between I'm I'm not enjoying as much so i think i think i'm officially setting it to the side for now uh, yeah i mean i've already officially set it to the side uh is well, it- actually i could say i've probably officially set it to the side because i did start my cyberpunk playthrough true uh i did start my my uh my character and start my playthrough for uh 2.0 and the expansion yeah, um, which uh, 2.0 did drop Thursday. It is for free. Uh, if you have next generation um, stuff, I don't believe 2.0 is out for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, you know, I, I also started a new pr- uh, playthrough. I'm looking forward to actually playing it. I have not got very far. I haven't even got to the point uh, where, you know, the heist goes wrong. I haven't even got that far. Like, I, I barely played an hour. Um, but, like, the, you know, immediately the first thing that I can say is that the game does just look so much better. Like, just general, like, facial style. I saw side-by-side shots of, like, um, Johnny Silverhand before 2.0 and now the new 2.0. And it's just, like, before it just looks like a blob that looks like Keanu Reeves. And now it literally looks like Keanu Reeves in the game. And I'm just – I've seen the side-by-side shots. It's like, damn, you know, I thought the game, like – had good graphics before, but this is astonishing with how different it is. It's hard to tell for me because I went from like, I mean, I have a much better computer now that I'm playing on. Yeah, yeah. So I went from playing on like 
medium and medium and some low settings mm-hmm. to everything's cranked to ultra. So it already looks like a new game to me. Yeah, no, I mean it, it. It looks completely different, and I'm looking forward to actually playing through and getting to experience all the new stuff, new skill trees, all the different apartments that you can rent and purchase, and everything. Like just getting to experience the game that we should have got in 2020. Um, what the hell is 2.0? 2.0 is the big update yeah. uh, for Cyberpunk. It's the it's, free update. It's revamping a lot of the systems. Yeah. The skill system got redone. Uh, perk trees got redone yep. to the point where if you already had a character made and like launched the game, you get the option to refund everything and look back through it. Yes. Um, you know, t- uh, Cyberpunk 2.0 is essentially the game that we should have got yeah. in 2020. Yeah. They've revamped how like the cop system, the way, yeah, the inter- cop system's the way interactions yeah. and stuff had it. It's, it's not supposed to be like just police spawning anymore. You yeah. actually see them out in the world. Yeah. They're actually interacting with like some of the gangs and stuff going yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Supposed to base, supposed to be the alive world that we were promised before. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the one thing about the 2.0 dropping and Phantom Liberty coming out next week and all the reviews have come out for Phantom Liberty expansion um, is that, like, a lot of people giving it 10 out, you know, 10 out of 10s, 9 out of 10s, stuff like that, and 2.0, like, the reviews are glowing. And now Cyberpunk has – it It already kind of did with all the continuous updates they made, but now with this, with the official 2.0 out and with Phantom Liberty coming out, Cyberpunk can officially be added to the shelf of games that have made an incredible comeback. You know, you know, there it's up there on the shelf with the Final Fantasy 14s of the world, well, I mean, you the gotta, No Man's Sky of the world, yeah, Master Chief Collection. You, you, you know, think of when like the that. when the game came out, it had like, yeah. I mean, there were like eighty thousand reviews on Steam, and it was overwhelmingly negative. Yep, it's got, it's got almost six hundred thousand reviews right now, it, like verging on or overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, it's a comeback it's, story. It's, it's like I I checked earlier, at, there. It's one of the top played games right now after 2.0. There's, there's, yeah. There was 140,000 people playing it on Steam. Right. Like concurrently, which, I mean, hell, it's like game. A lot of games don't see those numbers uh, on like on Steam outside of a release or, or, or like big content drop. Yeah. Which, granted, there was a big content drop and it's got a DLC coming, but. It's also maintained itself in like the top 100 on Steam for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad to see that it fully made its comeback because like I've been saying about the game day one, um, it was never a bad game. It was just a broken game. Um, And there was really no excuse for them not to get it to the point that it's at because like one thing people need to remember, this game turned to profit in 24 hours. 24 hours of the game releasing in 2020, they turned to profit from the, the production cost of the game. So there was there's there was no excuse for them not to fix it eventually. So I'm glad that it finally reached its point. It took a while, but hey, I mean we're here. Uh, DLC's out, sequels on the way, and I just hope they actually really do the sequel right and not go through this shit again. I don't think they will, man. This no, this, I, I, this I, put I, them in lawsuits. This crushed them. If uh, if this didn't like if the release of Cyberpunk 2077 did not teach them yeah their lesson and they repeat the mistake. Then no hope. Yeah, it's like no hope for them. You can you can never count on a game that they make in the future ever being released properly. Yeah, 
So you're saying I should get it 100%. Um, you know, especially if you've never played Cyberpunk. Um, it was Like I said, it was already a good game. It's a very good story, great characters, uh, but now they've made it truly the game that it should have been. Like, this is what was you know, basically talked about for 10 freaking years um, before the game came out. Like, this is it. Like, this is, uh, especially with Phantom Liberty coming out next week. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd 100% play. It's a great game, phenomenal game. Uh, and there's so many there's so many new things that will be, all of it will be new to you, but, like, even for, like, me and John going through it, like, there's a lot of new things for us. Well, it's like, I, I still to. never played the game since, like, the... The release. The, well, the release of the, uh, what was it, the Cyberpunk Edge Runner stuff that yeah, they added? Yeah, yeah. I still never played it since that. Yeah, same here. Because I did a big content drop for that as well. Yeah, I I really haven't done that much of a playthrough. Uh, Really, since probably about six months after the game came out was the last time I started. I tried starting a second playthrough then, and I didn't I didn't finish it. Um, But no, I mean, yeah, you should you should 100 percent play it. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing any um, uh, any like different endings and stuff because I know that's one thing they talked about with all the DLC stuff and 2.0 is like they 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 said. If I remember reading it correctly, quote, we promise to save V's life. So I'm curious what they're going to do, um, you know, to, to give different stories and stuff. Hey, as long as the uh, the hidden ending is still in there, I'm good. The hidden uh, ending where you can, you and Johnny can just solo the tower yourself and the difficulty scaled up to like 100. As long as that's still in there, yo, I'm good. Because I, I, I want to I wanna do that ending. I, n- I never got to do it because obviously you don't know what's there. You know, it's a, it's a secret Easter egg that, you know, you have to wait like five minutes in game to unlock the ending possibility. So I was like, I, I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's hop over to the Xbox stuff, because like I already said this is like I said, now I would personally consider this the biggest gaming leak in history uh, just because of the huge scale of it. Uh, the amount of confidential information uh, that's involving an entire company and their entire future of their brand. Like, it's just baffling to me that this happened and what's even more like just hilarious is that this was leaked by microsoft because when this was at first going around the first question that everyone well the first you know kind of finger pointing that was done is uh everyone was believing it was the court that did it the court somehow leaked it by putting it on like the you know wrong website not encrypting it properly or whatever no it was microsoft microsoft fucked up and they uploaded it to a domain that it shouldn't have been to that they either fucked up or there was one very disgruntled employee that said, fuck this. Oh, it, it's probably just somebody who it's like, I mean, they, they probably have like it pulled up on their screen and yeah. it's like, it's like go to this monitor, not this monitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, now the one thing that's important to know is that all plans have like surely changed. Uh, and even Phil Spencer, when he, uh, he put out a uh, statement about the leak saying that he's like, we're aware of them. We're disheartened that this came out the way that it did. We wanted to announce it in our own terms, especially because so much has changed internally. Uh, and you know, th- you know, this, this documents, they are very clearly aged because like, let's say Bethesda's, uh, there was a Bethesda leak, uh, involved with this, uh, for their entire like launch lineup of the next few years. It started in 2020 fiscal year. Uh, and obviously the dates in, in for these games were very clearly wrong. I mean, it had Starfield still slated for, I think, like 2021. It had Elder Scrolls Six slated for fiscal year 2024. So, I mean, like, it, it's all dated information. But, again, it does give you an idea about what is coming for the future. Uh, so, like, the first thing, and it even had a full-blown picture of it, is the Xbox Series refresh, called, yeah, currently codenamed Brooklyn, with the, quote, the most powerful Xbox ever, now adorably all digital. That's a weird headline. Now I don't I don't think all digital is adorable at all. 
But yeah, that's my opinion. John d- disagrees with me. John's I mean, an I all think, digital guy. I think. It, I mean, it's weird. It it it's weird the disc like how big the discrepancy between the X and the S right now is. Yeah. Considering that it was marketed as just kind of the digital version of it, where yep. you we're supposed to be able to do everything on it, and then it comes out like these days of people complaining about the restrictions they have of the S. Yeah. The so, power restrictions. Yeah, so it's, it's nice that they're looking at it yeah. and they're going to do something about it, but it's also, it's kind of disheartening for people who bought an S. Yes. Because we, it's like we were promised that this was going to be the exact same thing if you prefer digital. Yep. And now we know that it's 100% false. Yeah, and it's also like with this uh, Brooklyn, this, uh, Xbox X ref- this Xbox Series X refresh, uh, it's also not like a cheap entry point like the S. This is, I will say for a, a mid-gen refresh, I, while it's not a cheap entry point like the S, I am honestly impressed that they're keeping it at the same price. Because normally, as we see every generation, this next this mid-gen thing, Xbox One X, PS5, PS4 Pro, whatever, you know, they're always like fifty to a hundred dollars more. This one is is slated at five hundred bucks, like the well, series, like the Series X. Yeah, well, I mean, the the reason they can get away with that is because they're not re- they're not replacing the X here. Yeah, they're, this is a replacing the S. In in all actuality, when you look at it, because it's the all digital version, which yeah. is the S. So they're not keeping it at the same price point. It's being increased by one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Because it, it may they may have X in the name here, but that's not the console that it's replacing. Right, and I, and you know that's a that's a good point because like you look at I will say like you look at the specs for this thing, nothing, nothing really stood out to me except they they're including a two terabyte hard drive. That's the biggest thing because like I understand they have like improved power and stuff like that, and that's great. That is that is that is great from just a power standpoint, electrical bill standpoint, and various other aspects. But like in terms of like you know the one conversation that the internet has had and and we've had about like you know the possibilities of these mid gen refreshes for this generation is what is the selling point? Because like the selling point for the last gen made sense. It was four K. That made sense, but like, what was the selling point here? I don't see a selling point. Like, well, the, it, it's the two terabyte hard drive. That's the big selling point for the casual gamer. That's not like zeroed in on yeah. like power and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, as as far as calm down, as, Steve. As far as uh, like this being the, it, it's also a weird one because normally when we get a like a mid uh, mid series run of these consoles, yeah. You're replacing everything. Like it's a PS4 and you're going to a Pro, or it's an Xbox Series, or an Xbox One and you're going to a One S or whatever. Yeah. Where you there's a clear step forward that you're doing. Yeah. I. And unless unless they're really hoping that all Series S owners just go and pick this up, I don't understand the point of this. See, that's my mindset because, when I looked at this. Because you're not changing out the X at all. Yeah. And, and this is comparable to an X. Yeah, I know. I know. All. Yeah, that's I know. Why I'm as, so confused as far by as it, as, as far as this, this is the console. I mean, apparently, this is going to be the console that we were told we were getting. Yeah. And now, it's it's like, but now they're offering it at the same price as the other console, mm-hmm. which is also weird because, I mean, the whole 
point of the lower price was supposed to, or the, like the lower price point was to get away. Like you don't have to have the disc drive. You don't have to do all of, all of that. Now it's the same price. And it's like, why it's, it's like, why would you get the, the digital version mm-hmm. as opposed to the regular one? Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no real reason for it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you can get that one or you can get those. I guess the only reason would be availability. If like, the disc versions were harder to get or if people preferred having those, you would get the digital version. But I don't know as, as someone with an S unless, unless they start releasing games where I'm not able to buy them on the S and I would have to get this new, uh, X. There's no point to it. Yeah. And that's how I feel as an X owner. I don't see any reason why I would ever even consider this. Well, yeah. Well, because there's I, no power upgrade. Yeah. There's I, no upgrade. Well, again, that's what. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's that's why I've been trying to yeah specify if, the emphasize. Yeah. This is this when it does release. This is not going to be for anybody that owns a Series X yeah. already. This is feels really directed if, at if those. If you S have owners. a Series S and want something that's more comparable to the X, this is going to be for you. Or right. if or if you're considering getting an S. Or an X, and don't have an Xbox yet. This is also it's like this is targeted at you, but for an, for someone who already owns an X, there's there's no point to it unless you just want to have it. Right, exactly. Because like 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 we're saying, it just, it just doesn't have that that ju- that leap like the other ones had. So I don't know. Um, Very weird price point as it well. It is because yeah. like we've said, every every other, just about every other like console Mm -hmm. that has a digital only version the digital only version is always cheaper yep and this is going to be the first time where it's not and i don't like that precedent yeah i I do too um this is set uh according to according to the documents of course again everything reminder every piece of information that we're talking about is all subject to change but uh it was a june fiscal year 2024 announcement uh with october uh fiscal year 25 launch so what you know just for clarification that means June of next year, October of next year, because Microsoft's fiscal year uh, ends in June. That is the that is the ending of their fiscal year, similar to how Nintendo's, I believe, ends in April. I think is the end of theirs and starts in May. Microsoft goes uh, to the end of June. July July first is the beginning of their new fiscal year, which is July first. It will be fiscal year twenty twenty five, leading to the the end of June of twenty twenty five. So yeah, that means you know basically E three time announcement fall time launch next year uh they also you know apparently gonna be launching with the new xbox controller uh which i'm glad they're doing a newish controller but i still don't see i mean there there's a couple of newish things they're adding like they're adding actual like speakers in it you know trying to kind of imitate what playstation does you don't fucking need that I mean, you don't, but they're trying to imitate that. I know. I, know, I wish they would like come know, up with their own so, way for like the adaptive, you know, triggers because that's awesome. Yeah, like that's that's the selling point. Here's the problem with the speakers and the controller; they're never great. So it's like they they exist, but even on even like PlayStation controllers, they're okay at best with the speakers. It's never super clear. It's never the best thing ever. Well, did you just see it? Steve's message? Yeah, I, I just saw it in Discord. Yeah, I don't. I with Discord open, I just see those popping yeah. up at the top, and it's been. It, I was confused. I was like, what the <laughs> he, fuck? He, all he said was, "I got to stop listening to you," and it shows a screenshot of him. he just bought Cyberpunk just now. Oh. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's like we don't. 
the problem is the, the the biggest problem with trying to emulate or like take things from these other controllers, they're taking the weird aspects of it. They are, yeah. It's like we don't need the speaker in there. Next, you're gonna be trying to add a little fucking touch sensor on the yeah, on the button yeah. there. We don't need that. It's like we don't need that type of stuff. Are you sure? We need that one touch moment in a game like God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> you know, you know, I was I waited for you to get that to that point when you were playing through it because you go through the entire game. Not that a it's single like, touch moment. Like the last little bit of it. It's like, no, you thought we forgot. <laughs> Swipe this. What? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just one of those where it's like I'm always a f- I'm a fan of like iterating on controllers yeah. in ways that make sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't, we don't need to add all this extra nonsense to it. Right. Um, with this controller, I mean, like really the main things that I see is that, you know, the haptic feedback, you know, the speakers, uh, acceler- accelerometer for uh, gyro supports. So that's cool. Rechargeable and swappable battery. That one's a W. I will say that that one's a W. Um, and it, the, the, one of the new features is a lift to wake feature where you pick up the controller and it turns on. That's kind of cool. But also seems kind of annoying if you got a cat and it knocks your controller I was gonna say, off. It's also, it's also just kind of like, I don't, I, if I go to move my controller, it's going to turn on. No, I don't got to lift it. Got to lift it. Well, yeah, but it's like, if you yeah, pick yeah, it up yeah, and yeah. move it around. It's going, oh yeah, yeah. It'll turn on. Uh, you can probably disable it. Yeah. Disable I mean, it's, it's, that, that's going to give me also, I just realized when you said it, Xbox controllers aren't rechargeable. Nope. Just, been, just the elite. I've been using I've been using PlayStation Five controllers for so long. Just man. the elite. My I mean, like PlayStation controllers have been rechargeable forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the best aspect. So, and I will also say with this controller, um, it the one of the also the other selling points is that it's like an improved build quality. They're basically copying the build quality after the two elite controllers, but putting it on a cheaper controller level. So now there's essentially four entries of Xbox controller. There's the base entry with like the cheap plastic one. There's this one. There's the Xbox elite core, which is essentially the elite controller without the the paddles on the back. Uh, and I think that's it, just no paddles on the back. And then there's of course the Xbox elite two, which is the one with the paddles. Uh, but that's essentially what the, the step-by-step for their controllers. Uh, I think the Xbox Elite Core, I think that one's like 120 bucks. You know, the Elite 2 is 200 of course. Uh, right. So this one will probably come in at I like maybe elite, 100 bucks. I think the Elite's still like 150 Okay, $150. It, okay. The, it's still pricey because I looked at them recently. Okay. Well, the what's the Elite Core? Do you know? Is it $120? Uh, I was trying to think because I, I, I mean, to be fair, I was looking at some of the special edition Elite controllers. And yeah, they're like, yeah. The, it's like their entry point was like 200 Okay, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's like the it's pretty much like the elite controllers are somewhere around like 150. I'd say 150, 175 to be safe there, and the elite twos are probably 200. Right. Let's see, elite two controller. 180, 180 is the price. Um, and then the core is a hundred bucks. Uh, the different colors of core. Like the red one and the blue one, I'm seeing those run up to like 120 bucks. That that may have been where I was looking. Okay. I, I don't I don't look at base controllers anymore. <laughs> I oh. I want some variation to it. Steve said he'll get a scuff for 200 plus. Uh, Steve, believe it or not, I actually got a scuff. I wasn't impressed. I still have it too. I didn't care for it. I really I I, I did not like my scuff. I still got it. 
I haven't used it in over a year. Elite is better, in my opinion. Elite 2 is the best controller I have ever used. I love my Elite 2. It's so good. Uh, but I also I'm, probably have the opportunity to customize it through the Xbox. Like, yep. Whatever the... What yep. are their fucking things called? I, I bought one through it. I don't remember what it's called. Yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, so yeah, new Xbox controller. Shout out to that. Um, and then the next thing we had was the... Let's see. What was it? What was it? Oh, the uh, the other model of the Xbox Series X, codename uh, Ella Wood. Um, this target resolution is 1440p, 5 terabyte. Uh, I mean, a 512 terabyte or 1 terabyte options. Uh, I don't know which that, one this is. This that is either doesn't make any sense because th- that should be five twelve gig and that. Oh yeah, yeah, terabyte. gigabyte, gigabyte. Thank otherwise, you. Thank you. Thank otherwise, you. Otherwise, that is a fucking monster. <laughs> thank you for my typo. Thank you for my typo. Uh, five hundred twelve gigabyte or one terabyte. Sorry. Uh, I don't know which one this is. This is either the handheld because yes, there's an Xbox handheld they're working on, or it's the cloud box that we've heard rumors of for literally a year and a half. Just a small little white. Uh, streaming box. I think it's even been teased uh, in Phil Spencer's background because every time Phil Spencer's on the screen in his office, people always dissect his background of his shelf because he always teases stuff, whether if he's teasing something to come or teasing like he's doing something now because he's put like Nintendo stuff up there or Sony stuff. He's like, oh, Phil Spencer's playing this. Like he always messes with his shelf. And I'm pretty sure this streaming box, which I think was codenamed also at one point Keystone, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, I, so I don't know if this is the handheld that they're working on or a cloud box, but the handheld, that's fascinating that Xbox is going to dive into an actual handheld, not just do mobile game with the cloud stuff, but well, an actual handheld device. Is it true handheld or is it streaming handheld? That's the question. Now, see, the that's picture too- of it looks just like a, ste- a Steam Deck or a Switch. Yeah, because that's... Because uh, wasn't that the question we had with the uh, fucking Sony's thing? Yeah. Was if it was going to be, well, it ended up being everything that we said it shouldn't be. Uh, that It's like that one did. So hopefully, I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of handheld. I like being able to, it's like, yeah, I would, I much prefer playing either on my, on my monitors mm-hmm. or on my TVs or that. But if I could, if I can just, Carry it, carry it away with me. Go sit down in my recliner and lay in bed and play on. I'll do that. Oh yeah, it's like I I, I like the option yeah. to do it. It's like I'm much more likely to 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 like play things that are in your ecosystem when I have the option to yeah to like play it however I want. So with this handheld, uh, the, I have a feeling that they're going to lean more like a. Uh, cloud streaming device, kind of like the Sony one. And the reason why is because like this is like their first attempt at it, and I feel like they're just going to test the waters on it because it's going to help lead them up to the next thing, which is also part of this big leak. You know, f- for Xbox fans out there, the next Xbox console apparently is going to be a hybrid gaming console similar to the Switch. That that is according to all the documentation. So if that's the case, the next the next piece of hardware will truly be like a switch or a Steam Deck, where you or like really just a switch where you can go from TV setting down or and pick it up and play it on the go. For this device, the the device itself looks like it's just a standard switch or it looks like a Steam Deck, right? But I I I don't know. Like my gut tells me they're gonna just gonna go like 
uh, like uh, what, whatever PlayStation's devices. I have. I, I don't know. I hope not. But that's just what my gut tells me they're going to do. Man, here here we are. Like couple months ago getting exciting that some like handheld stuff's gonna be coming back yep and then we start getting the news of it actually happening and it's like fuck man why couldn't you make a good one <laughs> yeah i know right sony with theirs which was a huge disappointment and now we'll hopefully see- microsoft if they're smart they'll make it and if it's gonna be kind of like the same stuff sony is where it's like streaming and stuff like that mm-hmm. at least make it fucking cheap you know i just thought of something i just thought of something Let's let's redact all the things I just I, said, similar to what similar to how what they do in court, uh, because you know what, with all I these docu, with all these leaks and stuff, one thing that also came out is how just dead ass cock hard Phil is about wanting to buy Nintendo. This handheld they're going to launch, assumingly next year, it's going to be a native device. I'm calling it now. He he he's going to emulate the Switch on this. I'm dead ass oh, determined. Oh, he, wants, he wants he wants Nintendo so thing, bad. I know what this thing is. <laughs> this is just a game. Game Pass device. Oh yeah. Oh, this is yeah. It, this is the it, Game Pass device. It, this is this is May. You're gonna buy this, and it's gonna come with six months of Game Pass. Yep. And or even it, a year of Game Pass. And and it's like the home screen is just gonna. It's immediately instead of having a normal store, it's just gonna have the Game Pass like screen where you can mm-hmm. scroll through everything on it. Yep. That's all it's gonna be. Yep. It, it's that that is gonna that is the market for this. They're not worried about people being able to play whatever game they want to on it. Just whatever's on Game Pass is what you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's that's, what I, that's my prediction. I mean, I can see that. I feel like I feel like they would hurt themselves by not letting people access a library that they've purchased. Um, but I mean, I do see your point there because I mean, they're trying to put Game Pass on everything. I mean, for God bless, I think you can play well, yeah. Game Pass on a smart fridge. Yeah. The problem the problem with giving people access to it is they're the vast like. You you have to limit your handheld in some way. Yeah, yeah. So if it's on if it's on Game Pass and you have the ability to like cloud stream it and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Being able to access your entire library of games is gonna get a bit iffy because I mean there's there's people out there that have thousands, thousands of games mm-hmm. downloaded to it. That's it's like that alone, like having to be able to scroll through that list would probably bog this thing down because i'm not expecting too much power out of this thing yeah i mean it's target resolution is 1440p so they're already doing better than the switch so i mean they're they're they're, it sounds like they're hitting the power of the steam deck give nintendo some credit it's only 2023 (laughs) they haven't i mean what what was it like 2018 before they discovered hd (laughs) yeah i know i know they're getting there they're getting there they'll get there eventually yeah, it's like yeah, they'll they'll get to good resolution mm-hmm. when everybody else is in like four and eight K. Yeah, it's like, and we're already mostly there, right? But so they'll they'll get there at some point. Yeah, no, they will. Um, this thing is also set for a June fiscal year twenty twenty four announcement and set for an August fiscal year twenty twenty five launch. So again, August of next year for this launch is the current release that they're looking at, uh, and while the other thing is set for October. And honestly, while Phil said, "Oh, you know, plans have changed," this is something that I could see the plans not changing on because that you know they know Sony is planning something you know next year as well for a mid gen refresh. We've already kind of seen that we've seen we, we saw the fucking leaked videos of it we know that's coming you know what i mean so like it, that all being next year that all makes perfect sense to me i am very excited to see the announcement of this handheld because i just hope it's a native thing i hope it's a steam deck or a switch and not this 
nah. dog shit nah. thing that the portal, nah. the portal that you know Sony launched. Nah. Nah. Game Pass only. Calm down. It's gonna. It's gonna. I have... mean, well, let's be real. Even if it is Game Pass only, eh, that's still that's still pretty well. That's cool. what I'm saying. That's, it's, that's, that's, that's it, still a win. It, it, <laughs> it's going to be a device dedicated to being able to play Game Pass, where kind of wherever you want to, and it'll come. Like I said, it'll come when you buy it. You get six months to a year Game Pass with it, so that it's like you can just play it with your heart to your heart's content. I don't ex- if, if it's native, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. But with how with how much they they push Game Pass in the last couple years, and how how aggressive they're getting on day one Game Pass, what better way to just show off like how dedicated they are to that concept than to go here have here's this this is all you need yep. to play anything on game pass yep that's it's i mean how 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 much easier can it get than just buy this thing turn it on right yeah no i'm i'm hoping it's going to be that i really do cuz like an xbox handheld i dude i think that would slap in today's day and age thanks to game pass um, I mean, a Sony hand, a, a Sony True handheld would slap. It would day slap. Age. Problem is, they don't know that. Yeah, they they don't realize that they're, they're not they're not trying it. They're doing dumb shit with the stupid portal. <laughs> God damn it! Um, next up, we did have the Bethesda title release schedule again. This is all incorrect due to basically COVID. You know, the 2020 year kind of shifted every game release. Uh, but Oblivion Remaster was on there. So Oblivion Remaster has been, you know, this was leaked out and rumored like within the last two months, I think. Uh, this has been in the works essentially since 2020, essentially. Um, Doom Year Zero, new game there. Okay, even getting DLC. I guess we'll see an announcement for that maybe next year. Uh, Project Cholesterol and an expansion. No idea what that is, but it's got to be a big deal if it's got an expansion. Whatever Project Platinum is, a Fallout 3 remaster. That's pretty cool. You know, this is this is kind of cool to see because some of these games, like the the Oblivion, the Fallout Three, yep. these are games that as we were growing up, everyone around me talked about and loved, mm-hmm. and like, uh, like they all played the shit out of. Right. Everybody loved these games. Everybody looked back fondly on these games. This is before I had a console to play them on. Right. Because by the time I got one. Nobody was talking about them anymore, and it was it was the day and age of multiplayer, of, or like the heyday, golden age of Xbox multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gone back and played these games. So a remaster, <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited about. I'm excited about a remaster for both of these, man. Oblivion's my game. Well, yeah, okay? I, I prefer Oblivion over Skyrim. And then Fallout Three, I enjoyed it, but I didn't get like deep into it like a lot of people did. Well, yeah, it's like. Some of these are the games like people look back on these like, yep. as some of their favorite games from that yep. time period. Yep. And they're just ones that I missed. So them coming back, especially as a remaster, where it'll it'll be a little bit nicer, though it's like sure there'll be some quality of life stuff added into it. Yeah. Be it's like I'm I'm excited about that because these are games that I've thought about going back and playing, but with having played the newer iterations of the game, it's kinda hard. Right. It's hard to go backwards. No, I totally get it. I totally, because that's how I felt on numerous games of my past is that it's, it's kind of tough to go backwards on certain games. 
Uh, a couple things here to shout out in chat. Steve asked, what do I play? What platform do I play Baldur's Gate 3 on? I have it for PC. Have not played it recently because I've just been busy. I do want it for PS5, though. I saw that I, I saw that you said you were installing it on PS5 right now. I do want it for PS5, and so does my girlfriend. My girlfriend's dumped a lot more time in a Baldur's Gate 3 than me. Uh, she's playing it on PC right now, and she loves it. Uh, but I know she told me she does want to play it on PS5 as well. So I will be getting it there at some point. Uh, and he also said, so I'm in the minority here, but I do not like Fallout at all. I don't I don't dislike Fallout, but here's a little fun fact for you, Steve. Me, Zach, and John, we were all in complete agreement uh, when we made our top 50 games that we did for episode 50 when the show was previously under a different name. We all were all under agreement that Fallout did not have to be on that list, and Jared tried to fight us on that so hard. Well, it's, like, we're not huge Fallout fans, but we don't dislike it, per se. It, it's like I said when we were, like, I think it was last week when we were talking uh, Starfield. Yeah, is Bethesda games are gonna be Bethesda games are Bethesda games. It's you're gonna have the same base game <clears throat> structure layout and playthrough that you do. Yep. It's the it's the flavor that's added on to it. Yep. Do you prefer the apocalyptic setting, or do you prefer the sci-fi setting? Yeah. Personally, the the fantasy setting has always stuck with me better. Me too. I am much more likely to play games that are in a fantasy setting yep. than an apocalyptic setting. Not to right. say that I don't like those. It's like uh, those type of games, I still love them. It's like Fallout, I've just never really given a shot. Mm -hmm. Mostly because the two that everybody looks back on as two fantastic games, Fallout 3 at New Vegas, as stated before, kind of missed those uh, when they came out. And then that it's like going back on them. It's much easier to go back to a game that you have good memories about than going back to it and having to see it for what it is. Yeah. Uh, he also said he does not like Skyrim. He loves Oblivion, but don't care for Skyrim. You know, I, 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 I love Oblivion, but I'm not saying like, oh my God, I love Oblivion. Like, it's a very good game. I've had a lot of fun on it. But like the problem with Oblivion for, I mean, not, not Oblivion, the problem with Skyrim for me, I have never had a single character that I have just stuck with and have just loved it. Like I think the most hours I've ever put into a single character is maybe only like fifty to sixty hours, and I'll restart again. Like Oblivion, like I I, I made multiple characters for Oblivion, but man, Oblivion was the one where I had a character with like a thousand I have, hours. I have the opposite problem because in Skyrim, I have a hard time going back to it now because I did one character that I did everything. Yeah. On, uh, and you you saying you had you only put like 50 hours into a character. Hell, I almost did that in the first three days the game came out. True. Because remember, we got the game and then went over to, I think it was Jared's place, and played it yeah. all day. Yeah, the entire weekend. And it's like, I th I think that first 24 hours after the game played out, I played it for 20 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like Skyrim, I, I, I knew I was going to love it beforehand. I watched everything. I played the fuck out of that game. Yeah, no, I mean, over time as a collective... I've played the fuck out of Skyrim because yeah. I've done so many but, characters. But like for me, it all that time was one character. Is one yeah. character. So <laughs> your your Oblivion experience is my Skyrim yeah, experience. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Man, I love Oblivion. Um, I love WoW, but I also can't stand ESO. Man, I wish I would love an ESO. I really wish I'd like it. I really wish I would like ESO, man. It's okay. ESO. It's gotten a lot better. ESO for me. Skyrim for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Every time I go to play that game, I make a new character. I play them to this about the same point, and then I stop. And I don't know why, 
because I have fun while I play them, but yeah. I just I just don't continue it. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I, every time there's a new expansion coming out for ESO, and I've said it on the show multiple times, I always say, man, I, I should I should I try ESO again? And John immediately will time it. No, no <laughs> just don't. No. We just give, don't. We've given it enough tries. We, <laughs> we know, have. We know it's not for us. <laughs> I wish it was, but for, but for some reason, it's just not. And I wish it was. Yeah. Um, uh, I've... Man, I I've been I've been I've been having that itch for wanting wanting an MMO again. Yeah, I want one so bad. I want a, I want an MMO to play so bad, but I don't. I can't find one that I want to play. Yeah, maybe Ashes of Creation if that ever comes out. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I'm gonna play that when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Ashes of Creation whenever that comes out eventually, <laughs> one day. Um, last two titles that was on the Bethesda release schedule was a Ghostwire Tokyo sequel, which I think Zach would be excited for, yeah, and good, Dishonored 3. I was going to say, good, good, good for you, Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> no, I agree. Good for Ghostwire Tokyo, man. And then Dishonored. Dishonored with a third game. Yeah. I mean, Dishonored, Dishonored beloved franchise yeah. for people. Yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo feels like that game came out, and then like nobody remembers. Right. For the most part. That, that one, I don't remember when it came out. I don't remember... It getting talked about a whole lot. Yep. But everybody loved it. Apparently. Yeah. It's it's like everybody everybody's played it has enjoyed it. It just it doesn't get talked about. I played the first game on the 360. I enjoyed it. I never played the second. Um, Dishonored three. Shout out to that. That's a thing. Um, and then some other random facts came out of this. I swear to Christ. This first one better be true. No, we've, I'm, I'm we've fe- already. I'm remember, fed up. I'm fed up about remember, this. Remember, we've already heard this isn't happening. I no, I'm fed up about no. this. I'm so mad about. Nobody this. needs this. Yeah, everyone needs this. Why? Uh, is Play that it on PC? No. Uh, apparently, a Red Dead Redemption Two next gen update hat was mentioned in all the court documents. This better fucking happen. This is a top ten selling game in gaming history. Come on, but just you know what? Do the update. You know what? It's not GTA Five. I know. <laughs> Okay, I know. Um, and then again, I already mentioned this. Phil really wants Nintendo. He he called if he could per- buy Nintendo, it'd be a career-defining moment, which it would be. Uh, but once again, he hit up Nintendo about this, and Nintendo essentially laughed him out of the room, similar yeah. to Nintendo laughing Microsoft as a company out of the room back in 2001. Well, yeah, it's, it's Nintendo going, bitch, do you know who we are? See, here's what blows me away about Phil reaching out to Nintendo about this. He reached out to them in 2020 when the Switch is at, like, record profit heights. Like, let me stress this. At no point in history would he would he be able to approach Nintendo and they wouldn't laugh him out of the room. But at least in timing, it would have made more sense to hit him hit them up in the Wii U era. Or just like, hey, are you guys interested in being bought? I see that you're sucking ass. But, like, you hit him up in, like, profit period for the Switch. Like, why would they even consider it, you know? I don't know. It's, timing it's, timing was weird to me. It's like the equivalent. I mean, this is basically Phil is sending a blank check over to Nintendo. Yes. and just he say, really is. And just going, just fill it out. Just write your number. It, it, it's like, write, write, <laughs> I don't your, care what write it is. your number on there. We're Microsoft. I just, like, I don't the, care what the number and is. And then Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo just, like, sends him a, like, they just, 
like send him a message on his phone or an email or something of them just laughing while ripping it in half. Yeah. It's basically what's happening. <laughs> it really is. Like he is desperate at this point because that is the best way to describe it. He's literally just pushing a, a checkbook over with his signature on it. He's like, just write, write something yeah. down. I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, just, just put whatever, whatever number would make it happen. I'll hold on to this until it can happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, apparently, uh, Elder Scrolls Six won't release on PS5, according to the documents, which we've talked about. Well, where it makes too much sense to release it on PS5. Well, I well, I interpret that differently. See, yeah, okay, I interpret fair. that as it's not coming out in time to be released on PS5. Okay, that's fair. That's it's like it won't be released on PS5 because we'll get to be in a new generation when that game comes out. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I mean, that's. That's a fair point. <laughs> That's a very fair point. This game is not coming out this generation. It's coming out. This game isn't. We're not going to see a. Tr- we haven't even gotten a name for the game, yep. and they mentioned and they showed a title card of it. What was it two or three years ago? Oh God, twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was, maybe it, it, it may have been. When, when no, was the last it, E3? It was, it was was 2019 the last E3? It may have been. Then, yes, that it was 2019. It was either 2019. The last or, big E3, yeah. I think, was 2019. Yeah. So four years ago, we got a title card of them basically saying, yes, we're going to work on it after Starfield. Starfield just came out. They're still working on Starfield. This game, we're not getting anything on this game for three years. Three yeah. years, we might get a title. Yeah. Kind of similar to Metroid Prime Four, where for the Switch, you yeah, got, you got a, you got a little JPEG, yeah. you got the and title card. It's like unless unless they've <laughs> that's been, a different story though. Unless they've been working on this behind the scenes, it's we're we're five years out. Yeah, easy. You know they they've they, you know it's just now entered like the early production. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the that's the likely scenario. It's got it's gonna be, I'd I'd, I'd say an early release. Or like an early release for Elder Scrolls Six, whatever it would be, would be like twenty twenty seven. Right. Steve says Nintendo is losing market share on a consistent basis. Within ten years, they will sell it to Sony or Microsoft. So I, I don't think that's accurate. While now they've seen a, a decline in sales and stuff, which can affect some market shares as well. Like they've been doing, they've been smashing records for like this entire generation. Yeah, it's. I mean. At this point, the problem is they might be losing a little bit because they're not selling as much. The problem at this point is uh, every household has two to three switches. Yeah. Five, don't, mil- five they, million copies sold per year for the last three. I don't think that's accurate either. Like I'm pretty sure it's well beyond that because it's the third highest selling console in gaming history. Well, yeah, but the, a lot of that's front loaded. Yeah, it is very front loaded. A, a lot of that's front loaded and then 2020. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I mean, they're, they're still like smashing records. I mean, it's just literally just this past year alone, they have finally started to decline. Like the decline has been noticeable for like the last two, three years. Sure. But like, it hasn't been a steady decline until this year. Like we're finally, like we are truly at the tail end for the switch. There's a reason why every game that come out comes out has been getting a switch, like a switch dock and everything yeah, released yeah. with it it's because they they need to get rid of them five million decrease per year okay yeah see that that's more fair like again yeah. the decline is there like they're not yeah. i'm not gonna no one's gonna argue the decline but yeah but when you go from selling 25 million last year to 20 million this year who gives a shit yeah i mean you're you're still printing dollars uh you know especially again they're the third 
the Switch is still right now the third highest selling gaming console in gaming history. The only things that it's behind is the the DS and um, the PS2, uh, and it may end up catching the DS honestly. Um, yeah. And then once the new console launches next year, that thing's gonna fucking explode in sales. Yeah, the, yeah, it's gonna. I will say we're 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 gonna have a str- Nintendo's gonna have a stranglehold on top best selling game consoles of all time. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's it's gonna be PS2. And then the rest of the top 10 is going to be Nintendo. (laughs) Basically. Because it's like PS2, DS, Switch. I think PS4 might be four right now. It's it's Four or five. I know PS4 is really high. Uh, Nintendo, I mean, I think the Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, one of those is up there. Game Boy Color is way up there, Yeah, I mean, like, they're just just printing units. Although they might count. I I think they just call it Game Boy. I think yeah. I think that's how they, it gets so high. Yeah, just the the family. Yeah, yeah, they they consider it just the one big family. So it's kind of cheating, but whatever. What's well, it makes sense? Do they separate it, DS and 3DS? Yes, they do okay. separate. That those. would make sense. Yeah, because the, those are separated. That. Yeah, those are completely separated. But I think Game Boy is Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and then Game Boy Advance is separate. I think that one's separate. But either way, um, uh, and then like then the last thing I already mentioned, Xbox Next Console as a hybrid gaming platform, which I think would be an interesting direction for them to go. I mean, I'm here for that. Hopefully, they absolutely nail it out of the park. But with hybrid gaming console, is it strictly going to be like console, like sitting on your couch and like portable, like handheld? Or are they even going to maybe include like a third option, like a VR option or something? I don't know. I mean, here's the problem with like these hybrid consoles that people are going to want to start moving to because of the fucking Switch. Because the Switch is great. Yeah. The problem is going to be battery life mm-hmm. nobody has sorted out battery life yet yeah i know it's like because you can't switch you can't, you, is okay steam sucks that's where we're at on it <laughs> it's it's one of those where i mean as soon as as soon as somebody finds a battery that can last more than like an hour and a half yeah or something they're they're going to dominate the market true which let's be real it wouldn't i wouldn't shock me if xbox is the one to do it they but probably get, that's probably why they're thinking about it. Other, they, they other, found a way other than they found a way Bill's to dominate it. with Nintendo. Yeah, which you know we'll see if the, the next Nintendo, you know, the Switch Two, whatever, we'll see if that ends up dominating in the the battery category. We'll see if they figured it out for that. Probably I mean, not because I mean they got they got better. I mean the Switch OLED and the well, and the Switch Red Box, like those are good. It batteries. got it got better, but the big, it's still not good. The big thing with the Switch upgrade that we're gonna do with Switch Two, whatever it's gonna be. The big thing that they cared about with that is, fuck, we got to make this thing more powerful. Yes, <laughs> which that's gonna that's gonna be the big deciding factor on how much that battery is gonna last. Like, I, if it's in comparison of a Steam Deck, oh buddy, <laughs> oh buddy, how much is that yeah. actually a handheld? Yeah. yeah, you can walk around with it in handheld as long as you're within reach of the the socket with a cable. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I feel like uh, you know what would be really funny is that. If that is actually the battery life, it's like a Steam Deck and Nintendo launches a Nintendo themed and licensed portable battery. Like that would be like, that's just them openly admitting, yeah, we can't do better than this battery, guys. Just make sure you have a portable one on hand just to dock it in and charge it, whatever. Wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being yeah. a thing. Yeah. Basically just like those big battery banks that we, we already yes. have. Yeah. And it's yep. Just, yep. It'll just be Nintendo branded or yep. it'll have some sort of 
like a licensing one, a deal. One. Yeah, it's yeah. like you'll have all your different ones. They'll be twice the normal price because of the characters that are on them. Exactly. And they're going to sell. That's the worst part is they're going to sell like hotcakes, dude. Um, but that's essentially the big Xbox leak in a nutshell. So, John, just general thoughts. I mean, we've kind of already talked about that the whole thing, but it's like, I guess, closing statement thoughts on all this. Like, oh, let me ask you, do you agree with what I was saying? That Do you think this is like the biggest gaming leak in history now? Because in my opinion, yes. This is a lot of confidential information. I don't know if I would call it the biggest gaming leak. I would call it the biggest hardware leak. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good. That's a good way to differentiate this than the video leak. Yeah, because the video leak is unreal. Because <laughs> it's like that. I classify more as gaming. Yeah, yeah. This is game hardware. Okay, is what I would is how okay. I would say it. But I would I think that's I would fair. separate the two because comparing game leaks to hardware leaks are it's a completely different animal. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as a, a hardware leak, there's no question that this is the, the biggest leak that we've had. Yeah. Uh. It's going to be an interesting next year to see what they actually announce and and if all of this is still their plans or if like these individual pieces like if they've seen reception of where it's like maybe they were moving in the way of doing what Sony did with their is doing with their handheld thing. Yeah, they yeah. see people kind of being like what the fuck and they go let's make a little change to it. Yeah. So they've got the time still before announcing it mm-hmm. to make some small alterations to stuff. Yeah. Uh, Steve said, maybe I'll buy a next gen Xbox when Brooklyn or whatever comes out next October. If it all stays to schedule next October, you can get the all the adorably all digital Xbox series X Brooklyn, whatever they're going to officially call it. I also, know. I don't care what, like if it's hybrid consoles, what let's just not make them as big as the PS five. All right, yeah, big agreeance on that. That thing is even it's even a pain on in its, the ass even with how on big its it side. It's, it's still huge. Big. Like, dude, that thing is massive. Like, come on, can we? Like, I know there's a lot of tech in there. It's basically like, I, but can we figure this out? I mean, please. I we can. Know. It's like, yeah, we can make them a little smaller. They don't yeah. gotta be that big. Also, you know, you said on its side, it made me think of something with the Brooklyn. Do you think it's kind of weird that they're going with like that cylinder shape because they are committing? That this thing has to be stood up. You can't tilt this thing on its side. Like, I think that's a weird design choice. Yeah. You are hard committing for this thing to stand up. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, just do it. We just do what we do with the PS5. You just go go on Amazon. Someone will make a little stand for it where you just yeah. put it there. And you, it's like, while you play it, it can roll. Yeah, you can just roll around like, like a pig over a fire. <laughs> I, I kind of dig my kind of a statue under my TV. I mean, that's fair. But, but it's just it's big it's big yeah. like can we i don't know we'll we'll see whenever the uh the next thing uh the ps5 refresh whatever well i'm curious how big that thing's gonna be I and mean, we saw a video sure but i want to i want a side by side i want a side by side shot i want a comparison i want to i want to know the difference between these things um all right so let's hit the next couple topics uh, we're over an hour into the show now uh so payday three haven't got a chance yeah. to play it more but just, the one thing i was going to ask you about is I saw an article where the CEO has apologized with how flawed the launch is. What the hell is going on? Okay, so I've, I'm out of the loop. On I've this. been I've been watching it because I was fully intending to buy Payday Three immediately and start playing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got home from work and uh, like clicked on the Steam page and was greeted by overwhelmingly negative reviews for this game. And it's not because of the game necessarily. The problem is. The game is always online. 
it's online for everything. You want to queue into a solo match and not look for people? You got to you got to go through a matchmaking queue. Okay. Because it's everything is online. So full online game. That it, it, Okay, so yeah, that's kind of It's a, fully online and the servers have been down very frequently since it's come out. Okay, so that explains the apologies then. Cuz I yes. I even saw something else where the CEO said you know, the online thing was a big mistake. That's all the context was. And I'm like, what's the big they, online they thing? Basically, on, yeah, they basically, online? They've basically made it where you, you cannot do anything in the game offline. Okay. So if you want to queue by yourself and just run with some AI, you got to be online. You want to queue with, uh, it's like you queue with people online. Everything is online. Also, at least it, on Steam, people have also been like, in their negative reviews have been thrown out the fact that you have to create a, an account to a third party. Uh, like you have to create a third party account to play the game as well. Uh, so like similar to like 2K games where you have to have the 2K account and stuff to play it. You have to do that. I don't remember what it, what account it is, but you have to create one to be able to play the game. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just the fact that the game is always online and the servers have not been online. Mm. There were more people playing payday two earlier. Ooh, that's bad. That's not a good sign. (laughs) That's like the same level of when the, was it, uh, WWE 2K 20 came out and no one, they were basically refused to play it. Everyone went back to the other one. It's like that basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just. It's been a shit show. Release nightmare. It's like, from what I've seen, people were complaining about, because they're, they're going from 10 years of Payday 2 with all, like a crazy amount of content yep. to a fresh start game that the servers aren't working for. Uh, Steve said, don't you have to have a third-party account for Baldur's Gate 3? Uh, I don't think you actually have to create the account for it. It opens up a window where you can create the account. Uh or it it has a third party launcher that it opens up yeah, as well. Yeah, you it, can it, create. It an sends ac- me to the third party launcher. Yeah, yeah. You get a launcher with it, uh, mm-hmm. where you can create an account where you can just have all of your, the games stored there. Yeah. Uh but you don't have to create an account. Yeah. And you know, when it comes to the payday three thing, I think just the fact that you can't do literally anything offline is where it's like kind of the killer right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the servers have been dog shit. Yeah. You have people haven't been able to really play. And I mean, what I, I mean, one of the things I was excited about with the game is the game is the game's forty dollars. It's cheaper than everything else yeah, coming yeah. out right now. But it, it, like people are understandably mad that they spent the money for it and then they cannot actually play the game. Yeah. And the thing is, um, you've specifically talked about this before, and I think you've talked about it with uh, I think when you were beating your skull against the wall with Redfall. Uh, in a case like this, and granted, Payday's different because it's got the history behind it. You know, it's the third entry. People love Payday 2 and stuff. But in the day and age of gaming that we're in, if you if you can't if you're doing a multiplayer game and you come out and you can't stick that landing at launch, people are moving the fuck on. And is that is that essentially what we're dealing with here? I don't think entirely. Okay. Because it's like it's very likely that some people probably bought the game, tried to play it, and then sat there just like checking. To see if the servers were back up, and immediately refunded the game. That I, I'm sure there's a ton of people that have immediately refunded it, aren't gonna go back to it. Yeah, it was, it was. Hey, this game's out. People, it's like it seems exciting. It's number one on selling on Steam. Let's go check it out. Oh, I can't play it. 
game shit. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, when stuff like this happens, it's very true that first impressions matter with, yeah. with games. And if you go to play it and it's it's the servers aren't down or you you get into it, but you match make for 15 minutes to get in and then it's laggy and buggy, you're not going to re- think fondly on the game. Yeah. So when you get, when you come back the next day and look at your Steam library, why would you click on that game when you have such a bad experience with it? True. I think there's the history of it where when the servers are working fine, I I think people will be willing to come back to it, mm-hmm. but it's a it's an ugly first impression. Mm. Yeah, and that's unfortunate with what you said where there's like 10 years of payday two and all this content, and then this happens. Yeah, a game that a lot I of mean, people were excited for. Considering Zach mentioned, I know Zach uh, was enjoying the game. He was messaging me about it earlier this week. I know he was enjoying it, but but yeah, uh, well, he's also mentioned previously that they did a payday two anniversary event, basically like I think giving skins and stuff, yeah. celebrating, basically celebrating the death of the game with payday three coming out, and then payday three comes out. And it's a fucking dumpster fire, mm-hmm. at least right now. The game, I I haven't played the full game, played the beta. Enjoyed what I played of it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those where when you get in, the game's fun, and there's some new, new freshness to it, but you can't get to it. Right. can't play it is the problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully they figure it out. That's a, that's a shit show. Just like Unity has been a shit show. Uh, we do have an update on the Unity situation where the, the CEO basically came out, or not the CEO, just one of the higher-ups that's been with Unity forever, uh, came out and apologized for what they've done. They've kind of they've changed their entire plan where basically for anyone that wasn't following the situation last week, they made a big um, download install plan where it's like developers were going to have to pay for every single download and install for any games made with Unity. It's a big shit show, but they've changed it where like the uh, Unity personal plan is going to remain free, no runtime fee. Earnings cap was increased from 100K to 200K, so if you do make a small game that doesn't really do anything, like and you're obviously a small developer, you're not fucked out of your pocket. Uh, the made with Unity splash screen requirement has been removed. Uh, there is no fee for games earning less than 1 mil in 12 months, and current games unaffected unless they update to the next Unity version. So that big question of like, is Unity going to go knock on Nintendo's door for like, you know, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, or like, you know, Cuphead, or like Silk Song, and all those, like, were they going to fall guys? Were they all going to get screwed and stuff? So they made, they made the right choice backtracking on the plan. But here's the question. Is the damage already done beyond repair? Because in my, my mind, yes. In my mind, while they've done this because of the backlash, you know, it's similar to when Xbox announced the Xbox One and said you always had to be have an online connection. Had a massive backlash. Everyone went PS4. Xbox One was permanently hurt that entire generation. But now look with where we're going. Unity may be backtracking now because of the backlash, but like the, you know where they want to go. So while there's games like let's say let's say Hollow Knight Silk Song, you know that's a good example because there's a sequel in development. I don't think that sequel is going to be made on Unity. The, the, the first game will stay on Unity because it just said it will be unaffected unless it moves up. But the the, the guy who made Silk he's moving on to another engine, in my well, opinion. That, that's like, the problem. Like, like I they, feel like people are going to move on from this. They've engine. already shot themselves in the foot, and putting a bandaid on it isn't stopping the fact that you shot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Because when they announced all these changes, think of all the developers that are out there and they're like, well, fuck, 
fuck Unity. We we it's like we can't afford to to keep using them with that. And I have already it's like in the time it took like Unity to come out and like try to backtrack and come up with something that they thought would make people a little more understanding. Everybody's already mentally swapped away from them. Yeah. Now I now so with with this big plan announcement, seeing the comments on Twitter and stuff like from developers, like indie developer stuff, everyone says like, okay, hey, this deal that you're putting out, this is a very fair deal for developers. Like this is a good deal. So it's apparently it is a good deal, but again, everyone's already moving on. Like the like it's like you said, like while it's a good deal, sure, everyone's moving on though because they can't trust. The developer, they can't. Tr- I mean, they can't well, trust yeah. Unity anymore. Yeah, it's. It... <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Steve said, "Dude, I can't stand you guys. I'm over here looking up Black Myth Wukong. What the fuck, dude? Black Myth Wukong looks awesome. That's gonna be an amazing game." <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been hyping that up for three years. Three years yeah, now. <laughs> that's gonna be a great game. That was that's one that like I was so surprised because you. I think you just offhand comment mentioned it one time, yeah. and I was like. Wait, are you talking about this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you saw that too. Yeah, no, that game looks awesome, dude. I'm so pumped. I, I love Wukong. I love Journey to the West. Um, so this is one that I'm very excited for. But anyway. God, game looks so good. Dude, it looks incredible. Every time we've seen it over the last three years, it just keeps looking better and better and better. And I'm so excited for next year. But anyway, uh, what were you going to say about Unity? Uh, I mean, the, the problem is, yeah, everybody's kind of mentally swapped away from it because it doesn't matter if you've backpedaled to a good deal. The problem is you've showed everybody your true that you that what you really want is yeah. an extremely unfair deal. So getting people to continue using you by giving them a good deal mm-hmm. isn't going to help when three years from now you backtrack again and go, actually, yep, we're gonna we're gonna reverse what we said and sign this new deal or you can't use us anymore. Yeah. It's basically it's it, it just gives them the the ability to depending on how long of it like this deal goes on for. Right. It's like if if you if you have to re-sign your license or something, they could just very easily like add a stipulation in there where you either have to like bump it up mm-hmm. or pay it's like start back paying. Yeah. So, it's one of those where Regardless of good deal, you can't lead with a shit deal and then expect people to be happy when you backpedal. Is this the death of Unity? Because in my opinion, it is. I think we're going to see a slow I'm, bleed out. I mean, death death in the sense of like a, a lot of people are going to be swapping away yeah, from yeah. it. Sure. Death entirely? No, because this is still a fantastic... This is still going to be fantastic for indie devs in particular. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So like, that's fair. Indie devs in particular are almost not affected unless it's a game that like pops off unless it's a game that (laughs) like pops off by either just being fantastic or a big name plays it. Yeah. And then everybody goes and buys it there. There's no, there's no worry there because there's, they'll still be able to make their games and not have to worry about like any of these changes. But one thing's for certain, we ain't gonna see these big companies use it anymore. <laughs> yeah, whoever I don't remember the company that made like Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, they ain't using that shit again. 
<laughs> they move it on to Unreal or something. <laughs> Let's be real. Nintendo has been getting more, have been having their studios get more into like Unreal though, because like uh, um, Pikmin Four was made with Unreal Engine Five. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I think you know for the bigger companies, I think we're going to start seeing Unity kind of be kind of shafted well, in that uh, regard. The other thing is a lot of a lot of the, like a lot of bigger developers have already been working on their own engines. That's true. Like, you know, we've got the Red Engine, we have Frostbite Engine, stuff like that. Yeah. So. so it's like, like we've said before, it's like there's there are there are plenty of developers who've created or are currently improving upon their own engines. It's This is more for people that are kind of, they're making a lot of similar things mm-hmm. or they're not making anything super complex necessarily that needs them to customize it greatly right it's like it's a unity is a great like it, it's great for like a one-size-fits-all true true um well that was that was the main talking points that i had did you have anything that you wanted to add to anything anything we checked up chat about or anything in particular that you wanted to shout out um not particularly uh i did mention beforehand uh or before the episode started. Uh, the only other thing I've been I've been playing is uh, oh I've just forgot the name of it. Soul something. Oh yeah, Soulstone Survivors. There you go. Uh, Soulstone Survivors had a, another update. It's basically they're just revamping, revamping and finish like working on finishing out skills and adding additional powers and stuff like that. Uh, more crafting or like more weapons to craft, more uh, skill trees and stuff. To, to finish out some of the characters who didn't get them last time because they were doing it in stages. So I've, I've been playing that and enjoying it. It's a fun little... I mean, it's it's, it's a Vampire Survivors type game. Right. But it's fun. It's it's fun to go into. It's a good 20, 30-minute time killer. Nice. Uh, I've still been playing, you know, some TFT here and there. Mostly the mobile version. I, I, I literally... I just, I'll play a little... I'll play like a round of Hyper Roll at work. And that's about it. Like, I haven't had time to play at home. I will say I randomly, because I have kind of taken a little bit of a break from it. I, I did start playing Marvel Snap again. So, like, but again, it's only at work, you know, when, I have, when I'm have when i just kind of killing time. So, yeah. they have the uh, the Loki season pass out right now, because uh, Loki season two for Disney Plus is coming out sometime soon, which I'm very excited for that season. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I started doing some Marvel Snap again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I looked at DFD. Uh, haven't jumped into the, the mid-set. Yeah, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I do. I don't know. Bill Carter so busted. Dude. I didn't. I didn't. In, <laughs> so I didn't busted. particularly enjoy the current or the I set agree. that was there. This is that the, much. This is the most boring set there has been for me personally. Yeah. But so I, I still it's found like, my I didn't, fun with it. Yeah, it's like I I've had some fun with it, but it, I I was like maybe I'll try the the mid set refresh, but I also might just wait for the next set and wait for something completely hopefully, new. Hopefully, it'll be completely new, kind of. Kind of just clean it out for right. me. Uh, well, you got anything else? If not, we'll hit the wrap up. Uh, no, no, just like look. It's like looking at stuff that uh, I plan on playing in the in the near future. I think I mentioned to you beforehand. This is just kind of, I'm moving away from like I'm gonna still play like big new games, right? Or like Spider Man when it comes out, stuff yep. like that. I'm. I'm I'm backpedaling a little bit. I'm going back to play games or replay through games, and this is the time to go back and play games that I dropped mm-hmm. and see if see if it's time yet. Yeah. So, 
gonna be fun. Gonna be trying to do that. So it, does that mean Forspoken is on that radar? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Forspoken. Because I mean, the DLC was free. Yeah. So there you go. You got a DLC like, to play. It's like Forspoken's there. Uh, Tales of Rise is there to go back and replay because it's got the DLC coming. Hogwarts Legacy. It's lower down on the list. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. It, it's lower down. I the... some I dude. This game. This year has been so packed with games. I honestly forget that game came out this year. Yeah. It's it's one. It's on the list, but it's not as high of a priority for me yeah. because, like, I want to go back and try to play Forspoken first, and then if I'm playing another new or another game, I want to play Tales of Arise because it's got the DLC coming out, and it gives me an excuse yeah. to play it again. The, D- the DLC no one expected to see. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I'm playing. I'm I'm starting Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm about to go on vacation. Uh, so I will say the one thing that I'm I, I'm planning to buy it next Friday. Um, we'll see if I actually play it or not, because the only chance I'll have to play it is literally like when I'm driving down, when I'm uh, when I'm not the one driving, is that I will probably try finally the Pokemon DLC, Till Mask. I'm going to go ahead and buy it Friday, and my goal is to at least try to start it while I'm riding passenger at some point. Because I'm doing the overnight shift of driving, and then that when we get somewhere past Atlanta, uh, that's when I think she'll be driving, and I'm not trying to play until mass there. So we'll see if I actually play it. Josh has not been impressed. He's been playing it and beating a skull against the wall, bored out of his mind, but he's been playing it. So shout out to that. Uh, oh yeah, I mean it's, it, I mean it's not like what it's not like a lot of the other yeah. DLCs where it's like it adds a replayability factor to it. It just yeah. added a little bit of story. Yeah, it just added some some stuff. It's like the the last what was it Sword and Shield one that they had. They had like the like the little roguelite dungeon that you could go through over and mm-hmm. over again for legendaries and stuff like that. Yeah, at least that was replayable. True, true. Get a bunch of legendaries. Get a chance at a shiny for each one. Only once. Uh, but so that that was cool. All right, let's hit the week wrap up. Already touched on Cyberpunk. It's had a true comeback story. Shout out to that. Uh, and then uh, one thing that I thought was kind of funny, Division 3 was very casually announced this week. Excited about that. because I knew you would be. I knew you and Zach both would be. Because uh, I, I casually enjoyed Division. I played a lot of Division 2 when it came out. Yeah. But it was one of those where it was like it just uh, it kind of had a slow content trickle to it. So it's like I played a lot of it and I really, really enjoyed it while I was playing it. But it's a hard game to go back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've I've wanted to I've wanted to play it again, and I've been I've been thinking I'm like man, it's it's they either need something new or a new game's got to come out soon because it's been it's been that time. Yeah. Well, new game in the works again. Casually announced. It was just announced in like a freaking email or something. I don't know. Uh, like a Dragon, the man who erased his name is coming to Game Pass Day 1. Uh, that's coming out later this November. I mean, kind of expected, but very cool. Yeah, very cool. Ace Attorney uh, Trilogy I saw was also coming to Game Pass next week as well. Lot, lots of like Game Pass announcements out of Tokyo Game Show. Uh, there was nothing out of Tokyo Game Show that like really stole the show. It's just classic good stuff, you know, like a lot of announcements, a lot of Game Pass announcements of you know more gameplay on on things people are excited for. Yeah, I, th- I think it. I think I looked through it and watched like some gameplay yeah. trailers and stuff like that just to just to get an idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragon Quest Three HD Two D uh, remake is uh, development is progressing quite steadily, which is good to hear because as of now, still no update on Dragon Quest Twelve, so that's kind of hold people over a I little mean, bit. Yeah, I mean it's we know it's coming. We know it's win. coming. It's just we're getting stuff to hold us over till then. Yep. And uh, I mean, excited to hear that the it, the remake is going well. 
I'll, uh, I'll play it when it comes. There's a new mod to Starfield that allows faster, seamless space travel. So the thing that I was kind of complaining about, where it feels like you're literally just setting still and you're just rotating in camera, you can actually feel like you're flying through space, which they really should have done to begin with, because we're so far in the future that how could these ships not be able to just... I, they, they, they went I, to... 2023 present day space travel for that because this game's so far yeah. in the future. I don't remember if it was you or someone else that I, or like a video that I watched that uh, that was talking about it. Where was it? Alana Pierce going to Pluto? No, 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 no. Okay. no. This was this was more you know, comparison based. Okay, where the the idea, I think it was a video where uh, they were said the idea of. Look at look at how well they've done where people are like comparing Starfield to No Man's Sky and yeah. talking about how they did planet exploration, how they did ship like yep. flying around in space and things like this, how they did all of that so well and that they wish it's it's kind of how it was in Starfield. Mm-hmm. It, it especially like flying around as a ship. Yeah. Cuz currently, like you said, you can hit that engine as fast as you can make it go in that. And you and feel like it, you're not moving. Like, the the <laughs> only indi- indication that I had that I was going anywhere in space was the fact that I was able to target something and see the number getting closer. Yep. Couldn't fucking tell. Yep. I agree. So I'm glad that there is a mod out there. It's called Faster Than Light, uh, if you're interested in checking it out. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the full mod support coming across the board, uh, like for console, because obviously I am playing Starfield on console, preferably. So when the full mod support comes out from Bethesda, this is something that I could check out on console. Anyone could check out on console and just make the game better. So that's great. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is a gone gold. I already mentioned that earlier, but I just still want to shout that out because I'm so damn excited for this game. Uh, and the last piece of news I got here, which I, I saw come out literally five minutes before we started the show, uh, Cameron uh, McGonaghan, uh, who stars as Cal in the Star Wars Jedi games, has confirmed that Star Wars Jedi 3 is in the works. So good to see. Yeah, I mean, I hopefully it's not a shit show like the second one was when it launched. Haven't haven't seen or haven't played through it. I don't really know how that game goes. Not surprised. Yeah, that not. game that game does it's like that game does way too good for them to not make another one. Yeah, whether it be like continuing on that story or something else. Yeah. Oh, uh, one other thing I'll I'll end the weekly wrap up on um, just because I don't know how this popped in my head. But uh, one thing that I thought was interesting to come out, I think it was this past week, I think. It might have been end of last week. I don't remember. Uh, but uh, Titanfall 2 went on sale, uh, as it always does. It's cheap as shit now. You can get it for 5 bucks or less. Uh, a lot of people jumped on and played it and stuff. And the interesting thing is Titanfall 2 got updates. Like, you know, there was updates to game servers and stuff. And even there was, like, uh, in, the, in like the patch, like, the, in the data mining, there was even, like, a game mode of question marks that wasn't there before. Um so, man, I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool because, you know, I, I'm still going to hold on to that sliver of hope that Titanfall 3 could be a thing one day. Well, I think I think the idea is that they would love to make it. I think they would. It's like they would love to make it, but it's it's kind of the thought of why would why would they? Yeah. It's, and EA was just like, you have Apex. Just yeah, keep it's working like, on why, why would you why would you take the manpower away from Apex to make anything else? Yeah. I wish the Titanfall 3 would be a thing, man. I really do. Because apparently, like, even after the update, like, there's, like, some more Titanfall 2 little Easter eggs that they just added to Apex recently. So it's just like, come on, man. Let's let's get a Titanfall 3. Titanfall is so much fun. 
Like I would, and I I love to see Titanfall two still having life and people jumping on and playing the game every time it goes on sale. Um, you got anything else? Nah. All right, hit the music. We're gonna get out of here. All right, if you made it to the end of the video with us, thank you very much. And if you enjoyed your time here and want to see us do it again, uh, we usually do these Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time, but we will not be here for the next two weeks. But after that, we will be back. Yeah, we won't be here for the next two weeks because I'm a lazy bum and I'm going on vacation. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back on October 14th around 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Whatever we're going to chat about, do a quick little recap of the previous two weeks. Even Knowing our luck, the coolest shit in the world is going to happen in these next two weeks. It is what it is. We'll chat about on the 14th. But hey, Sparky 3 still continues on because over the, even with these next two weeks, a terrible football show will still be going on on every Tuesday around 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you are a football fan, college or pro, come over, check it out with us. Come chat with us. Yeah, we have Alex a good time just over likes there. That show more. That's not true. I, I, <laughs> that's not true. Okay. That shows just it. This is the only time of year we have content. Okay. <laughs> this is the, this is I, it. I just knew that would get you riled up. <laughs> this is it. Uh, but make sure to also check out Rogan and she use their referral link down below. Agent Inc. All that stuff. Uh, see you in a couple weeks, guys. Bye.